Hey, history enthusiasts, you get not one, but two events in history today. Heads up that you also might hear two different hosts, me and Tracy V. Wilson. With that said, on with the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's November 26th. Archaeologists opened King Tutankhamun's tomb on this day in 1922. He's also known as King Tut, and he was born around 1342 BCE and ruled Egypt for nine years. British archaeologist Howard Carter and his team found the stairs down into the tomb in the Valley of Kings about three weeks earlier. There had been numerous excavations in this area at the end of the 19th century, and a lot of archaeologists thought that everything notable that could be found had already been found. A lot of these excavations had also been at burial sites that had already been plundered by grave robbers long before. But Tutankhamun's reign came at a turbulent time in Egyptian history. His father, Amenhotep IV, was also known as Akhenaten because of his worship of the sun god Aten, and only that god. Akhenaten tried to totally change Egyptian cultural and religious life, and then after his death, Egypt basically tried to put everything back the way it had been before. That meant that after Tutankhamun died, he wasn't very well-remembered because of his father's legacy and his place within that legacy and the efforts to undo all of it. Later, pharaohs basically wrote him out of history. But that may have offered his tomb some protection from looters. It wasn't very well documented, so people didn't know to go and rob it. When he discovered the plaster door to the tomb, which was still sealed, Howard Carter ordered everything to be filled back in, and he sent a message to his patron, George Herbert, the fifth Earl of Carnarvon, who was paying for this whole expedition, and told him, quote, a wonderful discovery in the valley, a magnificent tomb with seals intact. They all waited for him to get there to actually see the thing that he was paying to be excavated opened up for the first time. They were joined by both British and Egyptian observers. And what they found was exactly what they hoped was behind that door, an intact tomb still filled with its original grave goods, including jewelry and statues and beads and baskets and musical instruments, just thousands of objects, some of them very ornate and valuable. This tomb of Tutankhamun is actually the smallest one in the Valley of Kings, possibly because he died suddenly at a very young age, but it's also possible that he was buried in a tomb that was being planned for the man who wound up being his successor. It's not totally clear. Regardless, though, because it had not been plundered like all these other grave sites had, it turned out to be a major, major find in spite of its small size. The door to the burial chamber itself was opened the following February, which also led the team to the treasury adjacent to it. It took Carter almost a decade to catalog everything that he had found there. Today, most of the tomb's contents are in the Egyptian Museum in Cairo, which is also where the beard of the mask of King Tutankhamun was accidentally broken off in 2016. That made headlines because it had been clumsily reattached and later had to be repaired and restored. 
the Grand Egyptian Museum, which is still under construction as of this recording, is planned to exhibit every object of the tomb, some of which have never been on display before now. In the decades since this tomb was discovered, a number of teams have tried to find any still unearthed areas of the tomb, with speculation going back and forth about whether or not there are hidden chambers that have not been found yet, with the most recent announcement coming in May of 2018 that no, there are not. That means one of the things they had thought they might find there is probably not there, which is the tomb of Nefertiti, who was one of the other wives of Tutankhamun's father, Akhenaten. You can learn a bit more about this in the September 15th, 2010 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class called Who Was King Tut Anyway? Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for another of this month's assassinations. Hello again, it's Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History Class, a podcast that truly believes no day is boring. The day was November 26, 1977. Southern Television's news anchor, Andrew Gardner, was presenting the news when at 5.10 p.m., the news was interrupted by a distorted voice delivering a cryptic message. It was the first major broadcast interruption, and it's still a mystery who was responsible for it. Southern Television was the license holder for the ITV service that covered parts of the South, Southeast, and Southwest of England. The Southern Television broadcast was interrupted via the Hannington transmitter near the village of Hannington in England. The TV image wobbled a little, then the sound was replaced with the mysterious audio. The voice speaking in the transmission identified itself as Rilan, an alien that claimed to be a representative of a body called the Ashtar Galactic Command. It urged humans to live in peace to avoid disaster. Here's an excerpt from the transmission. Be still now and listen, for your chance may not come again. All your weapons of evil must be removed. The time for conflict is now past, and the race of which you are a part may proceed to the higher stages of its evolution if you show yourselves worthy to do this. You have but a short time to learn to live together in peace and goodwill. Small groups all over the planet are learning this and exist to pass on the light of the dawning new age to you all. You are free to accept or reject their teachings, but only those who learn to live in peace will pass to the higher realms of spiritual evolution. As TV engineers worked to figure out what was going on, TV visuals continued as normal. The communication ended about six minutes after it began, with Verlon saying that it was, quote, leaving the planes of your existence. When it ended, a Looney Tunes cartoon was on air. The station apologized for a, quote, breakthrough in sound, but the press jumped on the story, and even ITV was reporting the incident on its own news network. The broadcast interruption was a hoax, as the Independent Broadcasting Authority announced after the incident. It was a broadcast signal intrusion, where a hacker gets control of a broadcast frequency. The hacker likely jammed Southern Television's transmitter by putting another low-power transmitter close to it, 
but some people were still concerned about the strange message, and many called Southern Television, voicing their worry. Not everyone accepted the interruption as a hoax. Some believed that an alien really was the culprit. There are still conspiracy theories around the incident, since the person who conducted the interruption never stepped up, and because there's disagreement over whether the voice actually said the name Rilon or said a different name. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Spend some of your daily social media time with us at TDIHC Podcast. If you prefer something a little bit more formal, then you can write us at thisday@iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.